Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about um, media coverage and sensationalism for fun and profit. After that recent video about the Colorado River and the fish, had somebody send me a message saying, hey, it really seemed like you were holding back when you were talking about the media coverage. Yeah, probably. I mean, I didn't go back and watch the video again, but probably. That, that tracks. That makes sense. Because my uh, from where I sit, the story of the Colorado River, what is happening there, is one of the most important stories in the United States today. Something that will end up in history books. And I understand that there are a lot of things going on right now that will end up in history books. But this is, uh, to me, something that warrants you know, front page above the fold coverage pretty frequently. It's not getting that. Not in the way it should. And the reason is uh, that it can't be sensationalized profitably. Profitably being the key word. It's easy to sensationalize the story, um, the downstream impacts, pardon the pun, are pretty pronounced. I mean, you're talking about the the water supply of tens of millions of people. It's a sensational story to begin with, but it can't be sensationalized profitably. Right? See, one of the, the better models for sensationalizing something to make money off of ad revenue is to sensationalize the story, tap into it in that in that manner that gives you that emotional reaction that gets people outraged. You know, you, you give them their two minutes of hate straight out of 1984, right? Then you simultaneously alleviate any responsibility or desire that your viewer, listener, or reader might have to get involved. Because then they get the viewer. They, they get that emotional reaction. But they also feel good because there's nothing they can do about it. So they come back. And there are people who build audiences this way. And we are talking about major media and smaller political commentators. It's something that happens. Um, and I, I think it's one of the worst things for change, for building a better world, is people doing this. Because it leads to, well, what the kids call doomerism. People who are hyper-aware of what's going on, but they don't feel like they can do anything about it. That type of uh, profit model, what it might do is say, oh, you conserving water at home? that's not going to do anything until giant company X does, does something. They need to conserve water first. The viewer is completely absolved of getting involved, right? But the reality is, if the viewer was going to conserve five gallons of water, that's still five gallons of water, you know? Sure, it's not as much, but it's still effective. It's still something, right? More importantly, those, those efforts by individual people, that's what builds grassroots movements 
that then can affect real change with the large company. So it becomes self-defeating. You see the same thing with a lot of people who are into electoral politics, you know, and you'll, you'll see them and they will rail about how the Democrats didn't do enough or the Republicans did too much or whatever. And, and this is something that does happen all across the political spectrum. They will sit there and cater to people who are interested in electoral politics and then tell them that they shouldn't get involved because whatever party isn't going to do anything anyway. It is a very self-defeating from the viewpoint of changing the world. It's very successful. It's a winning strategy when you're just talking about making money. Um, this story, the story about the Colorado River, is something that, that is of major importance. I love the American Southwest. Love it. It is beautiful. You couldn't give me land there. I wouldn't move there. There are cities that in just a few decades, they're not going to be there anymore. It seems like that warrants a little bit of coverage, a little bit of attention. And more importantly, if that coverage existed, even just basic coverage that explained what is going to happen, it might help prompt change. It might make the world better. It, it might encourage those grassroots movements to spring up and come up with solutions. And those solutions are needed. The, the, the amount of water that is being demanded far exceeds the supply for the foreseeable future. That's a problem. It's one that probably should be addressed, but it will only be addressed if people know about it and feel like they can do something about it and that they should. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.